And it's quite exciting. Tomorrow is National Slipper Day. So we've got Reach for a Dream Foundation in the building. They're going to be chatting to us about some of the wonderful work that they do. Natalie Lazarus is a Head of Business Development for Reach for a Dream Foundation. Natalie, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Why is National Slipper Day so important? I think there are still people who are not aware of the work that Reach for a Dream Foundation does. So National Slipper Day is tomorrow. It's our ninth year running as the campaign. It's our largest annual campaign that we run nationally. So we are hoping to raise 5 million rand and we're trying to get as many South Africans in their slippers as possible. So what do they have to do other than, you know, uh, wearing their slippers? What is the main awareness that you'd like to create with this day? So Slipper Day is um, all about a fun initiative. So all you do is you purchase a 10 rand wristband at any Wimpy Pick and Pay and Discam and you wear your, your slippers to work, to school. And uh, you just take part in the campaign. So we raise funds for children who are fighting from life-threatening illnesses between the ages of 3 and 18. So we make their dreams come true, whatever the child dreams of. What are some of the wildest dreams uh, kids have said, this is what I want to do and you guys made it happen? Apart from meeting me, of course. And we've had a lot of those, Fred. I've done about four. That was my dream. Have. <laughs> it came through this morning. It's happened now. Can I, can I go home? Yes. Um, um, no. I'm going to adopt you <laughs> and teach you Setswana. Matter why. <laughs> Son. <laughs> the coconol. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so some of the dreams that we've had are that are quite extravagant, I would say. Um, we've taken children to um, Silverstone Grand Prix to meet Lewis Hamilton. Shut up. Wow. I swear. <laughs> we wow. did that last year in June. Um, we've had children who run out on the field with the Man United team. We've had children go to Liverpool. So we've done very big dreams, but we've also done small dreams. You know, a child, it, it really depends on what the child asks for. Sure. So even if the child wants a bicycle for the first yeah. time, we make that happen. And with the how Liverpool are doing, you're going to have a lot of those for this year. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> and I think what's so great, there are other ways that people can participate. You have your queen for a day. Um, you have your little initiative for boys and people can volunteer their time. So how can people participate in some of the amazing work that you're doing? So dreams are primarily what we focus on, but we also do have projects. So we take, um, as you said, boys on, on boy initiatives as well as girl and on Queen for a Day. We also do camps and outings. So people can get involved in various projects. They can visit our website, reachfordream.org.za and just see everything that we do and, and, and see where they would like to get involved. Um, but we're always looking for volunteers. Volunteers mm. really assist us in making these these dreams and these projects possible. Yeah, and I, I mean, I was with you guys not so long ago while you opened the Dream Room yes. at Bara Hospital mm. for the Pediatrics Oncology Ward, yes. which I think is so, so special. So if people are heading out to Bara, they can just pop by and see the Mickey Mouse Outside. Absolutely. So so that is a new initiative that we've actually yeah. started. We started it last year. We're building um, or creating rather uh, quite special spaces in, in pediatric units across the country, just making them a little bit more friendly, a little bit more um, colorful and, and creative so that the children actually have a a fun space to be in while they're being treated. It's 25 minutes after 6, Metro FM is where you're at. We're hanging out with Reach for a Dream. The voice you just heard is Natalie Lazarus, head of the business development for the Reach for a Dream Foundation. A lot of the work you do, like you said, is working with children who have dreams but also have light, life-threatening conditions. Yes. But you guys also lose some of these kids along mm. the way. How do you guys debrief and deal with the loss? Because there's a kid... 
I became very fond of. I became close to this kid. I used to visit him in hospital. And I remember when he passed away, I was like, how do you guys deal with it if mm. I couldn't handle one kid passing yeah. away? Yeah. We, we ensure that our teams go, we do debriefing, um, we do burnout courses as well, and we are part of ICAS, so we make sure that our teams are constantly monitored and evaluated to make sure that they are dealing with the grief, because it is a reality, unfortunately, that some of our dreamers do pass away. But... Um, I think that we focus on, on the work that we do do, you know, the, the, the positivity and the inspiring side of it. A lot of our dreamers do survive and they come back with the most amazing stories. They volunteer for us. Mm. Um, it's all about hope. So, so our team really does focus on the good side of what we do as opposed to the losses that we face. National Slipper Day tomorrow. How do I get involved? you got to buy your 10 rand wristband at any Wimpy Pick and Pay and Discam. And take part by wearing your slippers. And the best part is that you walk into any Wimpy tomorrow and you get a free coffee. Do they have coffee left after yesterday's election? <laughs> I coffee? know. They do. They do. <laughs> <laughs> They're restocked. <laughs> when we come back, we're going to chat to uh, some of the kids that have been part of the program. Yes. And uh, yeah, find out how they benefited from Reach for a Dream. And uh, hopefully it will convince you that you need to get involved. This is Knock Music on Metro FM. Dagwens and Tony. Um, we're hanging out with the Reach for a Dream Foundation that do a lot of amazing work with kids uh, who have life-threatening ailments, diseases, and stuff. Yeah, and we actually got Brooke, who's with us. She recently turned 15 years old, a whole 15 years. Brooke, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Good, thank good. Thank you so, for having me. Thank you for coming. So you're one of the beneficiaries of Reach for a Dream Foundation. Um, yeah. Maybe chat to us as to, you know, because everybody knows about life-threatening illnesses. What was your particular illness? I had lymphoma. What is that? It's cancer of the lymph system. So mm. you get lymph nodes and it can be in certain parts of your body and yeah wow when did you realize that this doesn't feel okay in yeah. my body last year january i had a flu and yeah. i had two lumps in my neck that were just out of um out of the ordinary yes. so i had to obviously get that checked out and went to so many doctors and through so many procedures and it, i eventually had an operation and it, it was diagnosed right that's um why are you all looking at me? <laughs> what do you want me to say? Well, I mean, it's well, so well, 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 well. I think um, it's so brave of you, you, you know, to go through that. We know that cancer is is the big scary sea. Mm. How did you deal with that as a young person, mm. and how did you experience it through your parents? Because I think mm. you know, kids are more resilient than we are yeah. as adults. Definitely, if you look at the kids in the hospital, they're even more resilient than me being yeah. younger. But yeah, it was a huge shock to everyone in my life because no one in my family has had cancer and mm. it was just a massive, massive shock and it was so quick. So as soon as I was diagnosed, it was just day after day happening and happening. How did you hear about uh, Reach for a Dream? Um, my hospital, the, one of the women at my hospitals nominated me to be a dreamer and I got in contact with them through that. What was the dream? I had three dreams and one of them, which was actually the main one, I was so happy that it was the one that I was granted with, was to be on TV to be able to spread awareness and kind of help anyone going through anything tough, regardless yes. of what it is. Because I, you don't really see it. It's such a common thing, but people aren't aware of it. So to spread the awareness was a huge aim and just to be motivational in some way. And you were on TV? Yes. With Azania? Yes. Tell us Look about that, that experience. Wow. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. It was so scary, 
but it was amazing and such an incredible experience and it was I'm so grateful that I got to go through something like that especially after what I had been through it's such an amazing opportunity what about humor do, do you find do you need humor in this whole process definitely <laughs> really I had to make jokes about everything especially my hair losing my hair right. you have to make jokes about everything and it just makes it so much better so what so was the joke I look like DJ joke. Fresh 10 years ago no. <laughs> with, with no hair no. <laughs> well, your mom was saying that your hair grew back really curly it was straight before no it was curly but not this curly now you're right. a pro girl. You got a problem. I mean, you could just yeah. get a GHD. Like, I mean, you've gone no. a bit far. I, I think. I look like a man when I straighten my hair now. So. Oh, it's really? okay, man. There's other races. You can run other races. It's fine. Yeah. Look, we, we we actually have mom in studio, and I'm gonna yes. hold her hostage very quickly. Tracy, Come. I'll take over the recording. Come chat to us briefly because I think there's some parents who are listening who might need some of your insight. Definitely. Hello, Tracy. How are you doing? Hi, Fresh. So, um, so, so you find out that your little girl is sick. Yeah. Dealing with that reality. Take us through that. It was terrifying. Um, it happened very quickly. As Brooke said, lymph glands up in her neck, which we didn't know what it was. And then within a very short time, thanks to an amazing house doctor, uh, she had had all the tests and had started chemotherapy. Mm. And at the end of chemotherapy, um, they decided and one lymph gland was still as active as it was in the beginning. Mm. And so she had radiation. Mm. Yes. How does having a dream realized by Reach for a Dream add value to the life of a child going through so much? Reach for a Dream was phenomenal because she it gave Brooke kind of light at the end of the tunnel even though she was right near the end of her therapy yes she had to reintegrate into the world um as a teenager that was disfigured um her you know her hair she was bald completely she was wearing a wig and then she stripped that and decided to walk around shopping malls with no hair and that she was just cool. extremely that brave terrifying, but, <laughs> um, yeah. but yeah extremely brave and reach for a dream then just you know it gave her her dream which yes. was to motivate young people on tv yeah. and um it was just so positive it was positive for us it was positive for everybody and it i was, was saying wonderful. to my mom on the way here actually that it's Half of it is going through the treatment and everything, and then the rest is going back into normal life. Mm. Everyone has pity on you. You are like at the top of the of everything. Yes. And as soon as it's over, you have to go back to school. You have to go back to life. Everyone just thinks that everything's okay now. And that was worse for me. That's yes. when I fell. And that is when Reach for a Dream came into play. And to ju it just started off going uphill and getting better. So it, it was incredible. Last word to kids out there going through a lot. What uh, word of advice would you give them? Um, never stop. Just just keep going. And nothing is really as big as it seems. It's mm. not as bad as it seems. And if you just keep going, keep pushing, and you will get there. You just need to stay positive about everything and just keep, keep, keep going. Great stuff. Mm. Uh, Brooke Bennett, uh, who had a lymphoma and a reach for a dream, uh, made her I want to be on TV and inspire young people dream come true. Uh, she was on TV with Azania on SABC3. Well, we've got uh, Tembelami in the studio, who's mother of 17-year-old Andani Mawela. Andani has got a very complicated and rare life-threatening illness called neurofibromatosis and malignant peripheral nerve sheath tumor of orbit. What does that mean? 
Okay, it started in January yes. last year, 2018. His eye was red. I thought it was something into his eye. Mm. Then we went to the GP. Of They referred us to the ophthalmologist. Yes. Mm. Then when we got to the ophthalmologist, the ophthalmologist just, just checked him and then he gave him some medication to use for three months. Mm. But along the way, I wasn't happy with the eye. Mm. His eyes starting to be a little bit of squinty and then like, like going inside as if like he had a running tummy. Uh. Mm. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they were not aligned. Mm. Mm. Then I took him back to the ophthalmologist. It's when Ray referred us to Professor McLaren at, at Donald Gordon. Mm. Be- uh, uh, before that, we went for some scans. We did some scans and then only to find out there was a tumor in his eye. Wow. Then they referred us to Professor McLaren, yeah. who specialized in tumors. Then we got there at Donald Gordon. He then he was supposed, and then the doctor said he was going to do an op on him. That mm. was last year in August. So. And then I asked the doctor to do, do it in September because I didn't want him to miss school because mm. I thought it was just, just a normal thing, just mm. a small thing. But the doctor said he can't wait. By that time, he will be blind. Wow. Mm. Because the other eye could see at yes. 29%, the other one at 59%. Jeez. Then he went and up. Then they said the up will take about something like one and a half hour. Mm. But to my surprise, he did it on the 8th of August. Mm. He went to the theater at half past two until quarter to seven. That wow. was scary for me. Yeah, now oh. you're waiting because you don't know why you're waiting. Yes, yeah. I don't know what was going on mm. because I thought it's going to take one and a half hour the way they explained. Yes. So the reason why it took so long, it's because it's not like a normal tumor, the, the solid one. Mm. He's what like had to scrap, they were dotted. Oh, wow. Dot, dot, dot. So then it was next to the optic nerve. Mm. So they couldn't scrap out everything mm. because they were going to damage his optic nerve. Then he could go blind. Ah, yes. So it was a sensitive op. It was, it was. And then after that, they took it for biopsy because mm. they thought it could be cancerous. Mm. There was a difficult moment for me. I used to cry every day, praying mm. every day because mm. I couldn't take it. And then it's been a sick child from birth. Sure. He was asthmatic, then he outgrown the asthma, then now this. Mm. How's and Andani now? He's a brave boy. Mm. He is, he's very brave. He is very brave. How did you get in touch with Reach for a Dream? Um... The doctor mm. and then the psych- I mean and, and then the social worker at Donald Gordon, they referred us to Reach for a Dream. Mm. It's when they contacted us and then they called Andani for assessment. Mm. He had three dreams mm. and then one of his dreams was to go to Cape Town and oh, see wow. Robin Island. And, and you know, these are things we all take for granted. Yeah. If if we travel, we take things like that for granted. Yeah. 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 But for someone that's never been to Cape Town or to Robin Island, it's it's a big deal. Yes, it is. So how, what did that do for him, him getting to have that experience? I think he was happy because that was his dream to go to Rowan Island. Mm. So reach for a dream, fulfilled his dream. Because mm. he wanted to go to Rowan Island, wanted to go to Table Mountain and then Cape of the Wheel. Yes. All that was fulfilled. Oh, wow. So I think um, what they did to him, mm. they made him to believe that um, if you believe in your dream, it can be accomplished. Absolutely. So Reach for a Dream did that for him. And also with that, at also it boosted his self-esteem. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. As he was going through this, 
So it helped him a lot. Yeah, all of a sudden he's got that, I've been to Cape Town. Yes, I've been to Cape Town. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen Nelson Mandela's cell where yes. he lived for mm. 27 years. He was so excited and he wanted to know more what was happening in Robben Island. Wow. When we were there, he kept on uh, kept on asking questions. I kept saying, no, and then I stopped it. Does he, he said, do, no, mommy. Does he do great at history? Um, no, no, he doesn't have... Because he sounds like that's that's the vibe he's trying to go into. Yes, yeah. he is. Yeah, he is. Because mm. he was telling me that he wants to do journalism sure. in sports mm-hmm. and politics. So um, is he in the clear now, Andani? Yes, we did the first scans that we did. He's clear. They hmm. are clear. Okay. So now he's just doing follow-up treatments. Mm. Yes. Tamalami, thank oh. you so much for sharing uh, Andani's story with us. Thank you so and, uh, much. And big up for raising a brave boy. It, 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 it can't be easy watching... Uh, your child be sick, get well, be sickly again, yes. and then have to deal with having a tumor in the eye. So uh, mm. thank you for being brave for him. Thank you. Because yeah. when they see us fall apart, how do we expect them to even pull mm, themselves yeah. together? Mm-hmm. Sure. So your bravery actually is probably right up there uh, in terms of uh, what we need to actually say big up for. Yes. So thank mm. you for, for being as brave as you were. Thank you for having me also here. Natalie, how do you feel? I mean, hearing um, the testimonies of... Uh, the families and the kids when, when uh, let's say, post the dream being fulfilled? It inspires me. You know, we fulfill dreams every single day. And to hear the, the feedback from the families as well as the dreamers, it's it's motivational. It's these, these children are so strong. Their families are so strong. And it inspires us to carry on doing the work that we do. In closing, Natalie, how do we get involved in National Slipper Day? So tomorrow is Slipper Day. You can still go get your wristbands. They're 10 rand at any window. So that's all I need. That's it. Just my 10 rand. That's 10 it. rand. Your 10 rand gets you a free coffee at any wimpy. It allows you to wear slippers to work, to school, to the shops, wherever you are. Um, and wristbands are available at any wimpy, pick and pay, and discam. So if you get into trouble for wearing slippers at work, you just show the wristband and, and then you're, your you're all good. That's your visa. Absolutely. That's <laughs> that is your get-out-of-jail-free card. Correct. That is so, so cool. And of course, if you need more information on Reach for a Dream, go to reachforadream.org.za. You might even have a child who is who could be a beneficiary and have their dreams fulfilled. Thank you so, so much uh, for joining us in studio. Don't forget National Slipper Day tomorrow. Wimpy, discount, pick and pay, only 10 rands. Come on now.